fellow book lovers of all kind, thank you for wandering into our little corner of books. Welcome to the Book Chronicles, a book-related podcast where you can hear all about the magic of books. In this podcast, we will embark on a story of love and death. Today, we are turning our pages to the romantic classic Romeo and Juliet. I'm Chloe, your book-reading fanatic. And I'm Connor, the guy who brought you snacks. Find a comfortable place and get settled in because this is going to be a real page-turner. A freaky guy falls in love with a freaky teenager who both die freaky. It's a pretty freaky plot. We have two different families. <laughs> the blue and the red. The Montagues and the Capulets. Guess what? It's a forbidden moment. They clash. They fall in love. And then there's more clashing between the families. And then they die for love. And then there's some parts where they're like, they go get on lawnmowers and they start fighting and that stuff. They find a flamingo. That's the wrong. It's crazy. That's the wrong. And while one. the Elton John music is a little bit distracting, I think it's misleading and actually enforces the themes That's of the story. That's Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Same thing. So Romeo and Juliet teaches us a lesson to be true in life and to always be earnest to one another, or else it could be the death of us. Unless we- you're rich. Okay. We can see the intensity of Juliet's feeling in the language she uses and her body uh, body language. Romeo and Juliet is a book with something for everyone. It is romance, sword fighting, poetry, drama, comedy, and tragedy. So if you're into that, I suggest you read it or watch it. This play itself is known as one of the best love stories ever written in this lifetime. While Romeo and Juliet teaches us the truths of ourselves, I feel a more fitting message would be to think before you speak. Because let's be honest, saying what you do and then going out for it, you're going to end up dying for some random stranger. Um, dialogue is very confusing. Doesn't always match up with the situation. Uh, was Shakespeare on crack? I... I think this investigation should go into more play, but what we call up CIA for that uh, definitely doesn't hold up in today's standards. Uh, I mean, not that in today's standards, but I feel like the attention span of our of us have very it's much decreased. It's not supposed to. <laughs> if why? What do you mean it's not supposed well, to? Well, it's from the olden days. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't hold up from today. Like I'm not saying it's bad. I think the story is great and everything, and it's like. It completely tells the message very good, but the problem is, is it doesn't hold up, it doesn't age well for its standard for it. And when it comes to entertainment value. And Romeo is straight up an awful person, which in some ways also enforces the themes of the story that you should be true to yourself, because Romeo just telling, Juliet basically represents, in a way, us, or the people that is like the victim, and Romeo is the the person is just the crap person, if you think about it. The edge of the sword. What? I said the edge of the sword. Romeo is the edge of the sword. I guess, in some way. Wouldn't it be the hilt of the sword? Now let's get real for a sec. Let's talk about movies. <laughs> okay, there are like, are there like three or four different types of Romeo and Juliet movies? There's I, the Baz Luhrmann movie, there's the Romeo and Juliet, there's the original Romeo and Juliet, I feel like there's like another one out there. There's always a number one. Uh, well, whatever which one you watch, they're pretty much tell the tell the same story. So in a way, it isn't really about the way that the story of it. It's more to rate the 
overall production value of it all. Yeah, there's swords and then there's guns. And then there's animation and lawnmowers. Yes. And then there's Elton John. Now about my boy Romeo. I, I I honestly think he's a great guy. He's such a ladies man. What do you think? You know, he's got the, all the classic moves of a man, such as stalking, breaking and entering, guilt tripping people into loving him, and having pickup lines such as, Oh, if then, dear saint, let lips do what do. Man, I wonder why it turned out so bad for him. You also gotta remember he got friend zoned by another girl, so in a way, Julia is like a rebound girl. We already know that. So, Julia, I feel like, might have been a little bit of a pushover, but it could have been uh, Romeo's fault. What do you mean by pushover? Well, she, like, she fell in love with him way too easily. So I feel, or she was kind of forced into it, because, like, he was like, oh my god, I love you, hey, hey, sweetheart, hey, sweet cheeks. She was forced into it. It was more about the pressure of her entire family to marry someone else that it was in a way her rebelling against it. So half of that was more rebellion than She should have just fought against it and be like, sorry, I like this person. So she's still kind of a pushover. Okay, okay, back, going back to your argument about going back, this is an other time. This is a complete other time. Not, this isn't just like to be like sexist or anything. This, back then, like there were different roles and it sucked for it. I mean, it's just like, Women were less like allowed to do it, and like men were just like, eh, go that way. First. Yeah, and it was just like a different time for that. And the way that the pressure could go into someone can just like mind melt them. And in a way, it goes back to the argument that Shakespeare, like back in the Monterey, when his time was coming around, uh, he just did it well with that. Don't forget, she took a potion to make herself. Look dead, just so she didn't have to be with the guy. Thanks, Chloe. Now we're here with Mr. Schaefer. Hi, Mr. Schaefer. Hi, how are you? Good. So could you please tell us your honest opinion on Romeo and Juliet? I, as a teacher, I love Romeo and Juliet because it's super useful. Um, I have a lot of freshman students, and when you are tasked with reading Shakespeare, watching Shakespeare on screen, Ultimately, you get a lot of eye rolls and a lot of people are not really psyched about um, reading Shakespeare and trying to grapple with like difficult language there. And it's really old, let's be honest. So it's, it's not everybody's favorite thing. But I think Romeo and Juliet is really a useful tool in the classroom because I think once you kind of get used to the language and sort of understand some of the tragic and dramatic elements of the story, it's actually really enjoyable. And um, it's easy for students to relate to, I think, because I think everybody has had that sort of young love teenage scenario in their lives, and they can think back to that. And you're realizing that, you know, that type of story was happening even in Shakespeare's time too, and that um, it seems to have stood the test of time. So because it's not everybody's favorite thing, Shakespeare in general, I think Romeo and Juliet is like a really nice introduction to Shakespeare. So I'm glad that we have it mostly at the freshman level because it seems to be uh, a good place for it. Yeah, I remember reading uh, Romeo and Juliet in freshman year as well. And I know for me and for a lot of people, Romeo and Juliet is like 
when you hear Shakespeare, it's the first thing that comes to your mind, Romeo and Juliet. Why do you think it's that? It's it's kind of what I was saying before too. I think it's the most relatable play uh, out of Shakespeare's whole catalog, especially for young people. And um, not only has Romeo and Juliet been a huge part of school curriculums like here in Wentzville, but I think that's been true for a long time. You know, I've talked to my parents and they remember reading Shakespeare plays in, in school and Romeo and Juliet is almost always one of those out of the many that he has written. I and mean, there's so many to choose from. That's just one that seems to have hung on for a long time. And um, I don't know, to answer your question, I think, more directly I think that again it's just one of the few that everybody can have a connection to because they've all kind of been through that that um, time in their life where maybe they uh, fell in love with somebody really quickly and it didn't turn out so great or maybe they're like Romeo in act one where he's in love with a girl that doesn't love him back and he hasn't even met Juliet yet and so there's just, you know, something about the depiction of like that teenage romance that I think is really accessible to everyone. Yeah, so one final question. Do you think Romeo and Juliet is overrated or underrated? It has to be somewhere in between. I don't know if I can say that it's overrated or underrated. Um, I can tell you it's probably just rated um and the reason i say that it's kind of a cop-out answer i know but my students when they watch this and they read you know this dialogue in class they now have a really hard time believing that romeo and juliet are actually in love i think students now are a lot smarter than (laughs) maybe they were in the past when it comes to things like this and um they oftentimes think that it's kind of like this satirical or sort of even a funny version of teenage romance and they have a hard time believing it. Yeah, um, I remember thinking it was just like, okay, this is just pure infatuation, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, of course. That's They always go to that. And that's what Friar Lawrence says too, right? As he's so, sort of telling Romeo especially that like, oh, young love li- lies in your in your eyes and not in your heart. And he's like, so you just like the way that Juliet looks, you don't actually love her. And the students are really like sympathetic to that idea. They seem to think the same thing. Yeah, so thank you so much for your insight. Back to you, Chloe. Thank you for listening to the Book Chronicles. Don't forget to subscribe if you like the podcast. Remember to start reading and join us in the next turn of a page. All right, bye.